Welcome to the Glory Mountain Church Podcast. For more information on our church and ways to support what God is doing here, visit glorymountain.com. Well, today is part four of a series, Above and Beyond. Everyone say, Above and Beyond. We have a theme scripture, and if you have your Bibles or your iPhones or your smartphone, whatever it is, I want you to turn to Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 20, and I want to read this to you this morning. You know, the first week we talked about a firm foundation. I taught that when Deborah came up and followed up by talking about how to protect your finances by tithing and the importance of tithing. She then followed up last week about how to be a success in life and see increase and promotion in your life and how God views that. And this morning, we're talking about promotion God's way, not man's way. But I want to start this morning by reading Ephesians 3.20 from the Amplified Bible And here's what it says, and if you were watching online, by the way, welcome all the online viewers. Last week, we had over 40 people watching us online, and if you have your Bibles, you turn in your Bibles also to Ephesians 3.20. Here's what it says in the Amplified, now, everybody say now. now. That's like an action word, like it's happening, not yesterday. It will happen tomorrow, but right now. God is at work in your life. Do I hear an amen on that? It's not like maybe he's at work. He's at work in your life right now. Everyone say now. It's a God moment now for you. Don't wish he's going to do it tomorrow. Thank him he's doing it today. Amen? Come on, give me some love. Give me some feedback. I like feedback this morning, all right? Now to him who by his consequence of and the action of his power that is at work within us. I just want to stop right there. His power, everyone say his power, power. that is at work within who? Us. You cannot do anything aside from the power of God in your life. Now, That power entered into you. The Spirit of God entered into you the day you became saved. The Spirit and the Godhead bodily came into you to do a work. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, Acts 2 also talks about that power. It's in the Greek called dunamis. Everyone say dunamis. It literally means the dynamite power of God, the explosive power of God within you is at work right now. You cannot do anything without that dynamic dynamite power in you. Nothing will be accomplished of success. Nothing will be accomplished of great value unless you realize the power of God is at work in you right this very moment. He's working on your behalf. He's doing things you cannot see. He works in ways we do not know, but he's at work now in your life. Do you believe that this morning? I believe that with all my heart. So it's that kind of power that works in you. 
And that's the precedent. You need the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Deborah said it last week, and I want to reiterate the fact this morning, you can't do anything without the power of God being effective in your life. If you don't speak in tongues and do the Shabbos, you need to do that. And get that into your spirit. Let God fill you with that heavenly language so you know how to pray and how to come into that atmosphere of glory by Christ Jesus. We sang it this morning. God will take you from glory to glory to glory. So get that Acts 1 experience into your life. Acts 2.8, get that into your spirit. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, by all means, let it happen today. Well, how do you get filled with the Holy Spirit? You just say, Jesus, teach me. And God will bring it into your life. You need the Holy Spirit. It is the next step of your walk with God. So keep seeking it if you don't have it. And if you don't have it, don't worry that God, you know, is going to allow you to miss something. Just keep seeking it out, but keep on being filled with the Holy Spirit. In fact, I declare anyone in this house that isn't filled with the Holy Spirit and the power of God with evidence of speaking in tongues, you know, just as part of your prayer life, I declare you in Jesus' name to receive that in the next 24 hours. I know people that received it driving their car. I have had a friend in college who received it. He was sitting on top of a chicken pen and the Holy Spirit came upon him and he began speaking in tongues as he fed his chickens. It's a true story. I've seen people get filled with the Holy Spirit in every way, so it can happen. That's the power we're talking about, the power that pushes you into the glorious realm of the Holy Spirit. I got filled with the Holy Spirit when I was 12 years old. I'll never forget it, along with a bunch of my friends at a camp up at Cedar Crest. I remember Camp Cedar. It was amazing. I remember in the Jesus movement in high school when it was moving so rapidly, so many people in my high school, and it was a public high school, so many people were getting filled with the Holy Spirit, they were so excited about it, they would literally try and write out their tongues that they were speaking. Say, look, God filled me with the Holy Spirit. And you would read this, and they would say, like, what's that? Like, they were so excited about being filled with the Holy Spirit. It was a tremendous moment, and you know, it's just as powerful today as it is back then. Amen? Hey, my great-grandma got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit at Azusa Street in 1907 with William Seymour. That was a moment. My great-grandma, every time I'd see her, Mark, how you doing? You would talk to me as a kid. I'd just like look at her in the face saying, what in the world are you saying? Anyway, it's that kind of power we need. Do I hear an Amen. So I declare you filled with the Holy Spirit in the next 24 hours if you haven't been. Just God can do that. Is that okay? Yeah? It's part of our walk with God. Amen? I'm not afraid to talk about that because it's part of our heritage. We all need that. So now unto him who is able, by consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, talk about a superhuman, super abundantly, far over and above what we dare. I watched Incredibles 3 this week. <laughs> talk about superpower, superhuman. Yeah, the Holy Spirit, that's what it does. And God's power work in you does that. Far above and above all that we dare to ask or think 
infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Now, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus and throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen and amen. So be it, it says in my Amplified Bible. So be it. Boom. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Amen? As we grow in the word and in faith, God positions us for increase. And I want to talk to you this morning about God's way of promotion. God positions you for increase in every way. And I want to give you this morning what I would call prerequisites for promotion or promotion God's way, whatever you want to call it. Number one, you have to have a servant's heart. Luke twenty two twenty seven says this, I am among you as one who serves. Jesus said that. He set the example. I am among you as one who serves. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the most powerful person that was on the planet, then, now, and ever will be. Served. I look at David. He served his father by taking care of his sheep in the field. Well, so did Jesus. Interesting. David served King Saul in spite of the attacks of his life. Jesus served people in spite of the attacks that came on his life. David continually referred to himself as your servant. Psalms 116, verse 16 says, Oh Lord, truly I am your servant. That's the kind of confidence David had. In Psalms 119, verse 17, he said, Deal bountifully with thy servant, that I may live and keep thy word. So we need to understand if there's going to be any kind of moving forward and living a life that's going to escalate step by step, higher and higher, day by day, we have to maintain a servant's heart. I love this morning, our children's director, um, I'm not, not children's director, but our children's worker for this morning at 10 o'clock said something came up, I have to be in Temecula, I can't be here uh, to teach tomorrow morning in church, you know, for the kids. We go, oh, bummer. So Deborah said, we'll just have to cancel it. And so we got all our equipment out and I noticed, you know, Kevin starting to set up the kids' room and said, hey, Kevin, we're just going to be canceling uh, kids this morning. Just bring all the children in here. And, you know, a couple minutes went by, and all of a sudden his wife came and said, hey, let's not cancel the kids. I'll be happy to do it on the fly. She goes, I'll serve. Like that fast, boom. I go, wow. That's the kind of spirit that God loves in the heart of people. God loves a servant's heart. Let's talk about that just for a moment. Promotion is not something we seek. Promotion is something that we reap as a result. Galatians 6, verses 7 and 9. Did you get what I just said? Promotion isn't something you seek. It's something you reap. Galatians 6, 7 and 9 says, whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. If we seek first the kingdom of God, as uh, Matthew says, 
6.33, if we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things will be added to you. All these things. And so we have to serve in order to be promoted. Uh, Matthew chapter 20, verses 24 through 28. I just want to read it to you from the New Living Testament. Here's what it says. When 10 other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers in this world, Lord, they lord over their people and they flaunt their authority over those under them. But Jesus said, among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must first be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. So Jesus, he sets that precedent. He did it again in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 9, and it's more like the attitude of a servant's heart. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of a cross. Wherefore God hath also exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Listen, promotion begins on the inside. Having a servant's heart is vital to your promotion. And if you're a good servant and you're, you do what is told to you, you'll get promotion. Promotion on your job, you'll get promotion spiritually, you'll get promotion in, in many, many ways. And so it's really a foundational principle. You know, if I was a CEO of a large multi-million dollar company, I would look for employees that would be willing to serve that company, not lord over them. Those are the men and women that I would want serving in my company. There's a story of a man I know very well. He started out painting houses. And he would paint houses, he would go inside and move all the furniture and paint the house, and when he was all done, he served that family by putting all of the furniture back better than it looked before. He would vacuum the carpets, make sure the walls looked really nice, make sure the house was in perfect order before he said, ma'am, sir, I'm done. He did that day after day, week after week, month after month. He served that household well. Today he paints things like LA airports and Four Season hotels. Why? Because he served well at the very beginning of his time together. Prerequisite number two, or God's way of promotion be clothed with humility. Be clothed with humility. Verses 5 through 7 of 1 Peter 5 says, Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, 
All of you be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. There it is, clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Hear that? That he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. You know, pride sets you up for a fall. Humility will set you up for honor. Here's what Proverbs 18, verse 12 says, haughtiness comes before disaster, but humility before honor. Proverbs 29, 23, a man's pride will bring him low, but he who is of a humble spirit will obtain honor. In another translation, James 4, 10, humble yourselves in the sight of God and he will lift you up. The New Living Testament says he will lift you up in honor. The good news says he will give you a high position. The Amplified Classic Version says he will lift you up and make your lives significant. Like there's something about maintaining a humble heart. And I'll tell you what that means exactly in a second. But we have to be clothed with it. Not just, you know, one shoe or one shirt, but clothed. We have to have it all over our lives. So how do we do this? It's pretty simple. How do we humble ourselves? It's pretty simple. We do what God says, period. We come under his authority. Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4 says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others better than yourselves. Don't look out for your own interests, but take interest in others too. So what is what I would call the wardrobe of humility? So what does that look like, practically speaking? I clothe yourself with humility. Sounds like a good thing to do, but like, what does that really mean to us as human beings? I want to give you a quick list. Number one, humility thinks of others first. Humility is content behind the scenes. Humility doesn't push its way to the front. Number four, humility willingly submits. Humility graciously receives correction. Humility makes adjustments. Humility doesn't ruin an apology with an excuse. Humility expects nothing and appreciates everything. Humility accepts responsibility and doesn't shift blame. Humility is easy to live with, work with, and be with. That's how we stay humble. So maintain that attitude within your heart, and you watch what God does. If you're working at a job, maintain that humble heart. Someone complains and doesn't like what you're doing, keep a humble heart. Stay in that spirit of humility. Number three, another prerequisite for promotion or promotion God's way is be diligent. Be diligent in what God's given to you, what he's put in front of you. You want a promotion? This is how you get it. Be diligent. Proverbs 10, verses 4 and 5 says, lazy hands make a man poor, but diligent hands brings wealth. He who gathers crops in summer is a wise son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. Proverbs 10.26, lazy people irritate their employers like vinegar to the teeth or smoke in the eyes. <laughs> Proverbs 13.4, lazy people want much but get little, 
while the diligent are prospering. Yeah? So what does it mean to be diligent? It means you're a hard worker. It means you're dependable and you're punctual. Everyone say amen to that? I learned this early in life. My parents were literally the first ones to church before the custodian. We'd wait for him to open the church up. My parents said, Mark, whatever you do, make sure you're punctual. I will be early at every appointment just because, unless there's traffic. And I try and make time for that. Every time we fly somewhere, we're always at the airport early. I like to be punctual. The diligent are hard workers, dependable, and punctual. Number two, they thoughtfully plan what's ahead. Thoughtfully plan. Number two, they're re, or number three, they're resourceful people. They're resourceful people. Diligent people serve leadership. Diligent people then become great leaders themselves. Look at David, Joshua, Moses, Paul, Timothy, John, all these people. They just served great leaders, and they were great leaders themselves. So here's diligence more defined, okay? It's a conscientious person when they work and perform their duties. They're conscientious. Who you are in private and what you do in private when it comes to work is really who you are in the bottom of your heart. It's like, oh no, the owner of the company is coming. Everyone, on guard, attention. Make sure everything's clean. Well, why only when the owner comes? Why not do that all the time? Yeah? When you do something, do it right. If you have to work it over and over and over again, that's okay, do it right. Diligence is someone that's industrious, hardworking, meticulous. Diligence is someone that does more than expected of them. Diligence is someone who's dependable and punctual. Someone that is constant and stable and focused. That's what diligence is. And those kind of people get the promotions. Now remember, I'm not just talking about a employer to employee. I'm talking about just life in general. God's going to take you to higher places if you are diligent in what you do. Proverbs 21.5 says, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. The New Living Testament says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. That's pretty crazy. The Living Bible says, steady plotting, plod meaning proceed slowly, brings prosperity Hasty speculation brings poverty. And so it's a matter of how diligent are you in what you're doing. I believe diligence is the door to blessing. Do I hear an amen on that? Diligence is the door to blessing. It's going to promote you. It's going to take you higher. It really will. Okay, prerequisite number four for promotion. God's way. Faithfulness. It's different than the three that I just gave you. 
Proverbs 20, verse 6 says, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The New Living Testament says, Many will say they are loyal friends, but who can find one who is truly reliable? The message says, Lots of people claim to be loyal and loving, but where on earth can you find one? Faithful people are located and promoted by God. God says, ah, there's a faithful one. There's one that's there week after week, day after day, doing the same thing. Does a good job, never complains. Faithful in reading the word, faithful in praying, faithful in believing, faithful in standing, faithful in knowing who they are in Christ and working it. Faithfulness. Promotion will chase after you, run you down when, when you are faithful. I learned this early in my life. Faithful people can be trusted by those they serve. Faithful people, in, by definition, are people that can keep a confidence. Proverbs 13, 17 says, A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful ambassador brings health. Faithful people are loyal to those they serve. They don't cheat, steal, or abuse their position. Faithful people are truthful and honest. Proverbs 14.5, a faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A faithful person, they don't lie, they don't stretch the truth, they don't bend the truth. Faithful people are reliable and super dependable. I love this. It's found in um, Proverbs 25, 13. A faithful employee is as refreshing as a cool day in the summer hot time, hot sun. A faithful employee is as refreshing as a cool day in the hot summertime sun. Isn't that cool? So I believe faithfulness is a key to promotion. And lastly, number five of prerequisite for promotion is this. Be a person of integrity. Integrity. Psalms 26, 11 says, but as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Proverbs 20, verses 6 and 7. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find one the just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. You know, you're being watched. How many of you know that? You're being watched. Everyone is reading us like a book. I realize that. You realize that. Everyone reads us. They're studying our actions. And they're defining us by who we are and what we do. Psalms 15, verses 1 through 5 says, Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts, those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbor, to speak evil of their friends, those who despite flagrant sinners and honor the faithful, 
those that are followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts, those who lend money without charging interest, and those who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent, such people will stand firm forever. People of integrity keep their word. If you want to go higher, keep your word. I remember I I met a military man. He was in promotion to be a general. And he was in our church back in the day, and here's what he said to me. He said, Mark, whatever you do, be a man of your word. You say it, you speak it, you do it. It's that kind of person that God looks at. People of integrity, they do the right thing. The walk of integrity will produce a harvest of promotion for you. I promise you. When asked why people were integral, here's a response that was given. Their number one answer was ethics. They knew how to be ethical people. They constantly mentioned honesty and conscience as a vital virtue that enabled them to succeed over the long haul. These five things will elevate you in every way. It will elevate you financially. It will elevate you spiritually. It will elevate you mentally. It will elevate you socially. It will give you promotion on your job. There's a man right here sitting in this audience that is on the verge of a promotion in the military. How is that going to happen? By maintaining the respect he has in every area. And he's a super respectful man. It's Joel. Joel is a very diligent, very you know, strong and hard worker. Why wouldn't someone want to look at him and say, you need to go higher because you've got something in you? Why wouldn't someone want to look at us and say, you know what? You've got something. Not only are you going to be an employee of this company, but you're going to be in charge of this company because you've got something in you business-wise that everyone needs. You've been diligent through the years. You've been faithful through the years. You've never given up. Felt like it, but you've never given up. All of us can be in that category this morning. Don't give up. Keep a strong stance. God will take you higher. He takes you from glory to glory, from mountaintop to mountaintop. He takes you out of the valley, and he gets you on the road to recovery. It takes work. We have to have a servant's heart. We have to have humility. We have to have diligence. We have to have faithfulness, and we have to walk in integrity. These things will keep you moving forward no matter where you are in life. This morning, I was coming across Twin Oaks, and there was David with my Suburban taking all of those signs out and putting them on the streets. Nobody saw him, he thought, but we rolled down the window. I don't know if you heard us. We said, hey, David, God bless you, as he was pulling out those heavy signs and putting them up for you so you could have some direction. Our church is here. I felt like doubling his salary. (laughs) But right now, double zero doesn't give him much. (laughs) But we'll buy you a coffee tonight, okay? (laughs) Do you understand? We all serve. You know, I think of our team that gets up Six o'clock in the morning, they come into my house, they take my Suburban, and they pull this heavy trailer 
and they unpack all this equipment and set it up so it looks so nice for you. Every Sunday morning, they're here at 6.30 undoing everything so we could have an amazing worship experience. Those people are the ones that will get promoted. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like you put your mind to a task and you do it. Now, because you don't set up doesn't mean you're not going to get promoted because you have your own sphere of authority and your own sphere of influence. I'm just saying it takes work for everything to move forward. Do I hear an amen on that? It took work for Jesus, man, to tell people that, you know, they're going to heaven. He had to sacrifice his life for them. And he was the most humble person on the planet. (laughs) And I say to you this morning, just do your job and do it well. And watch what happens. Keep sowing those seeds week after week, month after month, year by year. See what God does for you. God will take you higher. Stay faithful. I guess this morning I'm just trying to encourage you because I want to see you go higher. I'm standing behind you saying, run, baby, run. Go forward. I so badly wanted to see the Dodgers win last night. And go higher. But you know, go Red Sox. Yay for the Red Sox. They won. Okay, it's okay. But the Dodgers did get ahead four points at one time. I'm just saying, you know, promotion comes by hard work, blood, sweat, and tears. No matter what fan you are of, be a fan of Jesus. He's going to take you higher. You say, well, I'm, I'm a sole proprietor. Well, just keep doing what you're doing. Someone's going to see what you're doing, and they're going to say, hey, I need you. You never know what God's going to do in your life. Yeah? I'm just so thankful for what God does in our lives. And our goal in teaching this this morning, you know, it's not a self-help It's just a spirit-motivated message that says, if you want to go higher in Jesus, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some consistency and dedication. Well, I'm dedicated and consistent already. Keep doing it. Don't give up. Right? Just keep, keep a good attitude. Keep that smile on your face and keep sweating and keep doing your job. You watch what God's going to do. Promotion comes from who? The Lord, maker of heaven and earth. He will take you higher. I'm going higher. How about you? If you're a business owner, look for those people. If you're an employee, maintain that stand. And as a believer, keep serving the church well and see what God does for you. And God will take you higher every single day. Amen? I feel God breathing on this. I think someone has been a little discouraged about their job recently. Be encouraged. Just keep plugging away. I see a young man sitting here. I was your age. I put it in my mind early on. Early on hey, whatever God gives me to do, I'm going to do it well. I'm not going to give up. Keep pressing on to the higher things of God. Do I hear an Amen. Has this helped you at all this morning? I hope so. I just want to see 
I want to see the body of Christ rise to a new place and not give up. Keep pressing on and keep doing what God's called you to do. Find your niche in the spirit. Find your place in the church and serve the church well. And you will find your place and God will take you higher. It takes a lot of work, but it pays off. Amen? No one sees me. God sees you. Moms with babies, it takes a lot of work. Dads, a lot of late nights, early mornings. But look at the payoff. It works. Be faithful. God sees your heart. So, Father, this morning I pray for the body of Christ. <laughs> I pray, God, you will help them. No matter where they are and what they're doing, may they see that you love them so much and you care for them so much and you want to take them higher. Lord, help them to understand that there is a plan and purpose in everything that we have been created for. So I speak blessing and favor and abundance and higher ground in all of their lives. Lord, bless them in every way, and may your Holy Spirit guide them into all truth. And Lord, thank you for the power <laughs> that you give us, the power that works within us. Thank you for the power that now is at work, moving in us and creating within us the ability to go higher in the things of life. Lord, may we have the ability to be content with where we are, but may we have the ability to go higher as you direct us. So thank you, Lord, for this. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to get promoted. Just tell someone that. Come on. Come on, tell someone that. You're going to get promoted. Thank you so much for joining us today and being a vital part of what God is doing in his people. We hope that this message impacted you and that you were blessed. We would love to connect with you about this message and what God is doing in your heart. You can email us at info at glorymountain.com or visit our website, glorymountain.com. You can also give online to support what God is doing at Glory Mountain. Have a blessed week.